Okay, well, welcome to the audio commentary for Wishmaster 3. Whatever the subtitle of this movie is going to be, because we don't know at this point. I'm joined, this is Chris Angel speaking, the director, and I'm joined by Jason Connery. Hello. And by John Novak. <coughs> and by Louise Geis. Hello. Uh, Jason plays Professor Joel Barash, who gets taken over by the djinn. John plays the djinn. And Louisette plays Katie, our blonde heroine. Kitty York. Kitty York. So these opening credits are very exciting, as you can tell. Um, <laughs> there's one little fact in here that's sort of fun, is that we shot these at the end of doing Wishmaster 4, so there's one element in here that just passed. It's the head of the Ahura Mazda type guy that's actually from Wishmaster 4. It has nothing to do with Wishmaster 3, but it looked nice, so we <laughs> put it in the opening credits. Save some money. Exactly. Um, Eerie music. It's, yes. Could you nice elaborate lips. on the Hermaz the type guy? Hermaz. <laughs> well, that's. <laughs> I can't. I get confused. Which particular that. period was that from? <laughs> that was Persian mythology. Persian mythology, once hmm. again. Yes. Ooh. Ah. Uh, that's nice. That's where you're concealed, right? <laughs> okay, so. Did this melt? This melted <laughs> as we shot the opening titles. So this opening sequence was originally scripted to sort of work continuously without her dream sequences. So if you can imagine starting in the car, uh, which is sort of hard for you to do at home at the moment, but basically we started very linear in the movie, starting in the car with the family before the crash. And when we got in the editing room, we sort of decided that it just didn't really have the impact that we were looking for at the beginning of the movie and didn't really say much psychologically about her. So we thought it'd be much more interesting to intercut it with her, with her eyes open. She's sort of living through this experience. Um, this stunt was done with 11 cameras. Wow. Which is quite a, quite a large number. We had a hard time actually concealing cameras. And I think if you look really carefully in here somewhere, you might be able to see <laughs> one of them. We buried some of them in the ground. Uh, I think we, we landed on top of one of them and crashed it. Ah. Some are still out there some to this yeah, very exactly. day. Fear Where the peg is never the same. A couple of operators. <laughs> <laughs> We're lost with the cameras too. No, we put them on a remote control and ran away. Um, also, a nice little fact is the actor playing the father here is actually the stunt man, Rick uh. Skeen. So um, he's, he actually came in and was just reading for me, just helping out. And I decided that he'd be a great father. And also, he can do his own stunts. But the problem was that his wife, Jan Skeen, was the mother in the movie. So she, of course, sat there and watched while he crashed the car. So it didn't Ooh. make her too happy. No. Um, but we were all glad when it, it went off without a hitch. And it was a great thing. That was our first day of shooting, too. So. Um, it was a bit scary thing to do on your first day. Yeah. Looks good, so we're happy. And Rick's fine. Yeah, looks good. He has a bit of a headache, but I'm sure he's fine otherwise. There was a bit of controversy in the mix room about the uh, the audio there, about how far we should actually tweak their voices, and I sort of got a little overexcited and went very far in the nightmare realm. So, <laughs> see if that works. This is the uh, University of Manitoba, by the way, uh, in Winnipeg. That's right. And that's the Home of campus. all mosquitoes. Home of a lot of mosquitoes. <laughs> Although on this night, there was actually a thunderstorm going on while we were trying to shoot this scene, which made it uh, extra fun. Does it have the coldest street corner in the whole of I uh, think it's North the windiest America? street corner. Windiest. Yeah, yeah Portage yeah. in Maine. Portage in Maine, yes. Okay, that's real fire. And of course, it's our stunt guy and stunt guy's wife. So, whoa! And that's a real explosion, but there were no actors in the car, just dummies. So, don't worry. That is a killer explosion. And I think we had eight or nine cameras on the explosion. I think we lost the two on the car crash, so we were down to nine. And that's actually my favorite part of the uh, car crash. That's just slow mo, giving those nice smoke trails. 
that's fake wind if you're wondering behind the scenes how we do wind on these. there's a guy with a big fan standing right underneath that window tobias and his undies uh, yes and the big controversy about whether he should wear shoes or not because we knew he was going to come up to this roof and he didn't want to wear shoes but here you can see him actually slip into his slippers right there die he put his shoes on it's those little things that make the actors much more comfortable yeah Right. <laughs> <laughs> of course, there was a thunderstorm going on while we were seeing this. So he was about to be electrocuted, but. Ooh, that's scary. We're scared. Is everybody scared? <laughs> yes. Come on, you know better than that. Well, that's the problem. You can't completely know someone. <laughs> we had a lot of fun lowering her onto Tobias. And now this section coming up here, just in terms of uh, camera coverage, we actually totally cheated this. Um, we're facing out towards the campus, which is a very nice, beautiful shot. When we get into the close-ups, they're both actually standing in exactly the same spot. That's the campus behind them. And then when we cut around to her, it's exactly the same angle. So it's one of those little cheats that nobody, I think, will ever know. But it just sort of added a nice element there with the out-of-focus lights that we wouldn't have gotten if we were shooting him actually into the building that he was actually standing against. That's called movie magic, that's, isn't that's it? That's Curtis Peterson, our DP's Somebody brilliant experience in movie magic. The truth, die. It wasn't your fault. I'll think about it, okay? See, it's the same background. Psych 101. Play along to shut him up. Are they roommates, or are they... No, they're just lovers. Katie. <gasps> I didn't know it was We're going to find out. <laughs> oh, my God. This is a risque movie. Katie and her are roommates, which That's we, will, right. we will later see. I'm Louise her best here. friend. Best friend and roommate. Ever. <laughs> so where are you when this is going on? <laughs> I'm at my boy. Here she is. Oh. There's Katie. Are. Late night last night? I'm feisty. And, Diane, and Diana's big car. Look at me. I got to steal things. And look at all the extras. These are all people from... That was our first Winnipeg. day. Remember this? They were yeah. all incredibly yeah. attractive, too. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. We don't know where they all came from, but they showed up on our campus. It was very nice of everybody. We and want to thank everybody the, yeah. in Winnipeg because made the movie look good. And here's the scene that uh, you wrote right before. Oh, right. I forgot about First this. day, you're like, oh, here's some extra sides. <laughs> here's some extra lines, folks. Exactly. Here's a whole other scene. <laughs> Just learn it and let's walk let's and go. talk. It's not a big deal. Not a big deal. Di, you have your choice of grad schools next year. I guess so. Yeah, most of the script was, I tried to follow the script whenever possible. Because uh, the writers did a really good job, but um, did add in a few extra things here and there. So we'll point them out as we go. Ah, there's my first digital effect shot in the movie. It's really spectacular. We removed the sign that said Agricultural College, which I guess the University of Manitoba is one, but we wanted this to be the history building. So there's a big stone sign that has been removed from that shot. They did a good job. It's not there. Oh, I loved that. <laughs> Now, we had to do that 15 times. Exactly. Remember that? Sex in public places. Is it hotter? What do you think? Aaron's not actually acting in this scene, too, by the way. It's really him. Yes. Hey. Uh oh. Oh. He's, he's thinking of a threesome, I'm sure. Exactly. Because there's always that attractive girls in college, you know? Oh, we always yeah. look like that when we were in college. And he's always surrounded by them, too, I'm sure. Yes, we went to High Realism and Wishmaster 3. We really wanted to sort of yeah. get what it was like to be a college student right. in America these days. This is like Survivor. <laughs> it's real life. Yeah, right. Do 
And there is Jason. Jason Connery, sitting next to me. So what were you thinking in this moment, Jason? Um, what underwear is on my way? I do like the globe that the art department brought in there. Um, don't know what it's doing in this classroom, but it looks nice. And this is actually based on a class I took in college, so this is actual real stuff here, so you should pay attention. You'll learn something about Achilles. That often through pain comes catharsis and in turn spiritual growth. Thank you. And the whole idea is Diana is a teaching assistant, in case you're actually really wondering Tomorrow, what's going on with her character. She's the sort of advanced student teaching assistant. You were great. I'll see you in the museum. Ooh, do I sense uh, sexual baby. tension? Oh, the what? I tell you. <laughs> God, that was hot. I know. <laughs> she knows it too. <laughs> And there's a history department sign that we added on. That was a production design element that we added. Not a digital thing. Nice try. What about that black sooty effect on the pillars? That, that cost us a lot of money, actually. Mm -hmm. um, the yard department, I think there was some guy with a paintbrush who spent about a week sort of preparing that. I'm losing out to a geek boy professor. He just called you a geek boy professor. He'll get his gum on. Okay, good. You're in the lead. Just. 8 o'clock by the latest. I promise. I love you. She's gonna break that promise. Yeah. Eight o'clock. She's with me. <laughs> All right. Now this is supposed to be on campus, but it's actually the uh, parliamentary or the legislative building in Winnipeg. It's the Manitoba Legislative Building. That's the back entrance. That's where all the mosquitoes breed in that one. In that fountain. <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually nowhere near the campus, really. But we tried to make it look like a campus museum. Um, and this is actually a legislative building. We dressed it in here. This is a great room. This is a really great room. This is the room of the Black Star. And the funny thing is when we were in Winnipeg, I saw it on a TV commercial where they were showing sort of election highlights, and I guess they announced the winner of the election from this room, which I think is sort of funny in uh, hindsight considering what we're about to do in this room. <laughs> but that's coming up. Anyway, um, so this room is, is nothing to do with the museum. This is all stuff that we brought in and placed there. I tried to make it look like a museum, that, uh, museum exhibit that we're actually building. And also we had a lot of discussion about the acoustics in this room because um, there's a big hole in the top of the ceiling and those doors are all open and echoes. But as it turns out, um, we almost didn't shoot here because of the sound. But then uh, the sound guy came up to me after the first day and said he's so happy we shot in here because there's something about the room that really amplifies and magnifies people's voices, which was great when we had John Novak as the gin, who will show up in here eventually. Now, do you think she should open this box? That's my next question. <laughs> if you were her... <laughs> If I was in a horror movie, I would. I would yes, definitely open exactly. the box. Hmm. She'll probably have occasion to run up the stairs at some, <laughs> yes. point, at some point. A dark stairs? There might maybe? be screaming involved. There might be. Some of the sort of fun things about doing these horror movies is, you know, you've got all these, I don't want to say cliches, but there's these certain yeah. moments that happen. And sort of fun playing with them. This is through the hole in the roof, by the way, the shot. I like overhead shots. Um, just sort of, to me, it sounds that somebody else is controlling her life. Now here's the box, so I guess I can talk about Uhura Mazda a little bit more, because I know everybody wants to know about Uhura yes. Mazda, the diehard Wishmaster fans out there. In the first two movies, Uhura Mazda was this um, Persian statue that the stone was actually hidden within. And in movie one, for example, it, it fell and cracked open. In movie two, they were stealing stuff from a museum. Well, we decided, because we sort of had our, own, our new djinn, that there would actually be a whole race of djinn, which is mentioned in the other movies, and we thought that maybe the crystal be hidden in other things besides Uhura Mazda statues. So this was sort of our solution. We came up with this uh, box that we had designed and built with Aramaic inscription on the outside. 
And um, so something a little different we wanted to do, again, partly because we did have this new gin, so thought we would have a new way of introducing him. Sort of hope, clarifying people's minds that it's not exactly the same guy. Hmm. Interesting. These are why these decisions get made. Why didn't you tell me this when we were shooting? <laughs> it wasn't important to your motivation when we were shooting. <laughs> okay. God. I don't think it existed. I, mean, I feel so flattered and honored now. Yeah, it's your own box. It's the new gin box. There's a joke in there somewhere. Somewhere. But we're not going to get there yet. The <laughs> yeah. official drink of Wishmaster 3 is the gin and tonic. Okay, that's an in-camera effect. Just done uh, with locking off a camera and dissolving between two shots. There's a different face, face plate. If you look really carefully, it's about a half an inch higher oh, than the other she one. She had oh. to go and push the eye. Don't push the eye button. What the hell That's is wrong bad. with her? <laughs> There's actually a guy standing underneath a table with a hole in it with a twizzle stick. That's how we opened the box. <laughs> oh, God. I'm not kidding. This is the high budget. Yeah, I was just going to say, we three. had a lot of money on this show. <laughs> Likewise, sure. someone's shining a light on this in a second. That's how we do the wonderful. Oh. See? Uh, it's reflecting off of it. That's shining a flashlight onto it. Wow. It you looks, are good, Chris. I tell you. That's the light you know. behind her fingers. Now this is actually, that's an expensive effect. That's a digital effect. That's not. That's is that a, you? That's a music video. That is John yeah. Novak as the gin. Wow. And that was a music video sort of thing I stole. It's a anamorphic sort of mirror. Or... Hello? Sound design makes this work, I think. I hope. <sighs> it's nice to see her eyes aren't focused too. <laughs> that's <No>? the gin. <laughs> He's not here yet. <laughs> He's hiding in the wings. Wait for your cue, John. It's just the Mormons at the front door. Yeah. <laughs> Girl Scouts. So maybe she shouldn't go up there. I think perhaps you're right. But, but she's going to. It's she's important. stubborn. Some people just got to know. <laughs> That's right. That's behind what door number one. What is that sound? <laughs> Pensive. Hello. Oh, I do like that sound. Oh! Ooh, scary. I don't know what's Damn. scarier, the shot or Jason there. <laughs> so Jason, what was the dynamic here? We, we talked about this a little bit, but just for the audience, I mean... Well, we just felt like there was uh, there's some certain history that we will, we will be related to a bit later on when John arrives. Um, but um, I think I have a certain what should we say, desire to um, get a bit closer. A crush. A crush. Yeah, a crush on young students in general. Mm. But well, no, I think her in particular, because I do see her ability. Her intelligence. You have a certain intellectual yes. affinity. She's different from the other women. Other, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what about the inscriptions? Translation papers are on the desk. Beauty, brains, and blonde. Hey, it's that. my combination. <laughs> you resemble that comment, don't you? <laughs> He speaks fluent Arabic, but the description is actually in Aramaic, so we won't actually cross that ah. small oh. problem. But I guess he can read Aramaic, so yes. he's fine. Aramaic inscription. Um, the idea behind <laughs> this whole box, <laughs> see, there it is, Aramaic inscription, he knows. Um, this box supposedly was buried in a, a floor of a Persian temple. There's a sort of a backstory that we did write up for it that has sort of been lost on the cutting room floor. And there's the squinting, and you can see the eye of God that's on our dollar bills. Is that on the penny? I can't forget. But you can't forget. I can't remember. <laughs> Cut that line. Your accomplishments, Diana. You, you're my best student, and 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 this, this is, this is a remarkable discovery. Thank you. Well, I, you know what? I think, I think this is a case for celebration. 
Let's go have a drink. Come over to my place. I'll pop open a vintage Chardonnay and we can decipher these inscriptions. And and maybe you could tell me a little about yourself. I, I mean, beyond academia, of course. I, we spend so much time together, and the truth is, I hardly know you, Diana. I suppose oh, fuck's sorry. a little question. <laughs> oh, it's almost what you're saying. She's falling for it. There's actual sexual tension here. Yeah. I'm uh, actually quite excited. You know what, if I could change them, Just I'm... watching this. In any case, I don't... Oh, she shot you down. Yeah. That hurts. Sad, lonely professor guy. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I didn't mean it. Like... Because, you know, all professors at all universities are sad and lonely, ultimately. Yeah. I mean, um... She's got a hot model boyfriend to go home to. That's true. Nothing against you, Jason. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> Good night, Professor. She's sad there, though. She's There's, leaving you. I think she's attracted to him. Yeah. I, I discussed this motivation with her. There's some sort of attraction. There, yeah. You know, he's, older he's man. Authority figure, intelligent yeah. man. More mature. Exactly. Knows how to treat a woman right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well this is the big entrance of the gin coming uh -oh. up. So John, as you're about to show up here, what was involved in getting into this suit? Because I know everybody wants to know or people don't actually realize maybe what it is. Well, it took about 14 hours in the gym on a daily basis <laughs> and a handful of steroids. Uh, that's actually me. That's where you got this. <laughs> that's a real it's stuff. A really with bad the, hair day. Okay, some some of the scaly bits were glued on, but those muscles are all me. <laughs> After a facial. The, uh, the first time I saw John in the actual full suit, they actually had a, a school bus for the gym. It was parked in the parking lot of the legislative building, and I walked yeah, in, right. and he had the suit on up to his neck, and I think he was quoting Shakespeare. And basically freaked the hell out of me. I, I ran out of the bus in about two minutes because I couldn't take it. And he was already in character. This was about two hours before he was even supposed to be on the set. Actually, you know, when you put that outfit on, it takes over. <laughs> it did, trust me. You break you know, into Shakespeare. To this yeah. day, I have dreams of being in of the, suit. the suit, of, of my past life and Persian mythology. <laughs> well, that's actually why I cast you in the role, because I knew, I knew about those past lives. Um, but it, it took about four hours to get ready each day, is that, is that right? Four hours, I used to get there before anybody else did, myself and the makeup guys, drink coffee and begin the process. Initially, I looked uh, in the latex appliques, I looked uh, a bit like a Teletubby right <laughs> off the top, and uh, I do did have some of my own personal <laughs> video that, I liked that to have seen. Uh, is rather, I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous in the beginning until you get the details. But was the suit good at picking up chicks? That's what we really Well, the suit was great, but I don't know if you've noticed that I wear this charming little red kilt outfit. <laughs> that was actually a new and, design uh, element that we did for this He was big in Winnipeg. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, I was rather disappointed. Oh, what's oh, that? This is the sexual tension here. He's now imitating Jason having an orgasm. Oh. <laughs> Which actually Jason did for us in ADR, and then we sort of futzed it to make us really? own the gym. Really? Now that is an interesting so. bit. <laughs> Everybody at home is excited by that. Refuse me again, and the world will know 
We've also very, very subtly um, added a little reverb and futzing to your voice, John. Just yeah, a well, bit something about monstrous. the suit and the gin itself, you know. <laughs> if you want to get a, 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 a real understanding as to why this guy is as evil as he is, if you would lift up the little red kilt, you'd notice that underneath uh, he looks very much like a Barbie. There's actually a shot and, in the movie uh, where you have a brief frame, or if people stop their DVDs, they may be able to see that in the church, where it was your stuntman, actually, the stuntman who... Oh, I'm not supposed to mention the stunt, Jen. But there's a stunt where I think you do for a brief moment see the sexless nature of the gin. Really? Yeah. Fascinating. But this, uh, the gin. Sad. Yeah, it's very sad. The gin outfit is, is mostly based on the uh, you know prior movie gin creatures. Uh, it was. I wish for the two women. What's happening here? Uh oh. Uh oh. This is the big moment. Wishing. This wish was originally. Um, in the first script, he wished to satisfy his hunger for knowledge, I think it was. And the original sketch I saw this before actually was the director of this movie. They showed me a sketch of a, a paper snake that was supposed to be created from all his um, books that sort of fluttered around the room. And it basically looked like a bunch of wrinkled up paper balls on a stick. So I didn't think it was too scary. I came up with the idea from his character that he would want people to love him because that's what he was doing with Diana. Uh, little did I know the producers would love this idea much more than I ever intended. And here we have our two demon women. What were you thinking in this moment, Jason? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just have to mention that Jason's wife, wife is, is actually in the other room, the other room listening <laughs> like, to us. Thank do God this my right fiance. <laughs> I retract that question, Jason. I just want to compare our movie Wishmaster 3 with uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. If you'll notice that they Thank had you. three women and we got two. Now, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> that well sums up low-budget horror making. This is right there. Prerequisite for the Asian market, That's isn't it? I think I think so. I think yeah. the producers were thinking this is going to sell the movie. I just have to thank you because this makes my love scene a whole lot less appealing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're we're getting to another right. love scene later. Oh, Ooh, they have contact lenses in. And actually, Ooh. we painted their veins and did a whole bunch of stuff. Weren't was uh, it actually, hard to find these girls, right? It was very difficult casting these these women, um, and you probably imagine why. It's yeah. this is actually a tough role. I tried to actually get people to be frightening. Oh. So, Jason, this hurt? Did you get all that hair? Yes, it was very painful. So. <laughs> you had to do take after take. Talk to me about what you... Oh, these are one of those things that directors would like to point out, the fractured imagery here. Uh. I, was, I was very excited when I found this location. That was the actual window. But the funny thing is when you flip around, we actually had to build a wall behind it because it's actually a window to a gym, and I couldn't have that. I wanted a closed room. Those damn curls. <laughs> God. And he's eventually going to walk. You haven't yet. What yeah, song do we well, use here? This is, the song, of course, is all placed in afterwards by the wonderful sound people in Montreal. Premium sound. I have to plug them because they did a great job for yeah. the movie. So there's that wall that we built. Speaking of the weaker sex, hi. More sexual tension between the actors. Come here, baby. Oh. All right, let's go see the movie. Ooh, uh -oh. gin flash. <laughs> That's what usually happens Oops. to me. <laughs> That's not good. So this again is um, is really just sort of a it's an interesting imagery device. It, it comes from the other movies. There's a psychic connection between the person who wakes the djinn and the djinn. So she's actually seeing through John Novak's eyes. Hmm. But we actually did it with a uh, anamorphic lens that we stuck on the camera and didn't correct for. And anamorphic is a extremely wide angle lens, and it sort of gives you that bendy weird funhouse look. And we also put some Vaseline on the lens, especially around the edges, to add a tunnel sort of effect. We did experiment with a red light flashing that was top of the camera, but that looked pretty silly, so we stopped doing that and decided we could just color correct it in post, which we did a little bit of. 
Did you mean petroleum jelly? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was actually Vaseline brand, but wow. am I allowed to say that? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That's a plug. It was petroleum jelly. You can edit that in. Wrong? I'm okay. I'm getting an okay from the, the people from Artisan. I'm allowed to say Vaseline brand. There were a lot of mosquitoes out there that night. Ah, okay, here comes a nice creature effect moment. So that's you, John. This was my that's first opportunity of actually seeing the final result of all of the four hours of makeup. That lens was very close. We didn't have a very good mirror in the bus. And that's the first time I actually got to see how the makeup oh, worked. Oh, that is nice. And so this was done with uh, blood in his hand that was against Jason's real face, then a prosthetic appliance that was put on. Was it put on your face, Jason? Was that yeah. One? Yeah. Okay, this is actually, of course, digital animation that we're adding in here to sort of morph from one to the other. We wanted to do something a little different Shut than a regular morph. Dresser. And now he's the evil, <laughs> evil Jason. He suddenly got a suit. And... He's a, he's a show host. <laughs> he's got parts he's now. Bad. <laughs> and there's your photo double. Thank you, Professor. Ooh. That's not your voice, don't worry. <laughs> we did the entire movie like that, Jason. He's like, oh, <laughs> We changed your voice in every scene. And here comes the switch over. Ah, nearly out. There it is. Oh, boy. Subtle, huh? That's a nice little moment there, reference to the Iliad. Yeah. The ageless, timeless gin. It's been around for thousands and thousands of years. I think we had some fun here, Jason, with sort of what it would be like to be a gin and suddenly be awakened after thousands of years yeah. on a college campus. New body. Co-eds, yes. Ready to go. <laughs> One of the things that, um, you know... Where's brought... the college pub, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> college girls. And he's got to take his crystal with him. One must have one's crystal. Because that's where he comes from. Okay, she's actually going the wrong way, but she's going down, so I guess that works. She's actually going at the exit at the moment, but we mm. cheated that shot and used it to make it seem like she's going down into the pit. Of despair? Of despair. Mm. Wouldn't she smell you at this point? Oh, me. Oh, it that. takes a bit more time than that. He's, <laughs> he's in a box. Kill, he's in a he? crate. Mm. It was a nice big... I thought uh, you meant her. It's a bit personal. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe she was scared, you know. <laughs> This is, it was a very terrifying scene to shoot, yeah. I'm sure. It's always bad when there's a drop of blood next to your name in your professor's book. Mm. Uh -oh. That's not good. No. Smart girl, though. She is. She's taking the. She gets seat. even smarter as the movie goes on. It's <laughs> one of the things I like about her character. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> you didn't quite do that with mine, but thank you. <laughs> She's the fun loving one. Oh, here's my favorite part. Yeah, so there's a little history here between uh, Billy character and Katie character. They have this sort of hide and seek game. They're, they're a playful bunch. Yes. We're cute. I think they've seen one too many horror movies, so they just wanted to yeah. pretend. Game. Well, one of the things I, sh I should mention here while I've got three actors with me is um, I think we had no rehearsals in this movie. Nope. We had, we had one meeting one. the day before we were shooting where we talked about... And I'd like to point out that I arrived the day of that show. You're right. You arrived in the middle of the meeting, yeah. actually. That's one of the uh, other wonders of doing a really low-budget movie is you don't get any time to rehearse. Exactly. Um, 
But, you know, what we tried to do to make up, which I don't know if it actually worked for you guys or not. Oop, scary. Another scary moment. Fake scary moment. Was um, just work on the scenes to the day so of in between, but it was tricky. Well, wait. Where, uh, where are you going? Back to the labyrinth. My ass is grass if she finds out I snatched it. But, uh, but you looked horny. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we were a perfect match, you know. <laughs> yes. That was ad-libbed. We had the fun part. Hey, you, uh, okay, notice this control. head going on the wall. It's uh -huh. a very important prop. Because right, not so everybody so. would have one of those in their room. So. Oh, it's got to be now, ASAP. Ah, so coming up is a, a, loving. a love scene. So what does it feel like, Louisette, to be sort of a sex symbol for, for oh, teenage you know. boys? That's, that's why we cast you yes. in this movie. <laughs> Thank you. It's difficult, but, you know, I try. Your fans are going to be coming up to you after this movie, yeah. Sure. You've already get a website, yeah, exactly. for this. I just like to point out, I did talk to you for a whole entire hour while I lived here, and you were in Canada on this scene. Yes. And oh, you assured me that it would be very PC, we'll see. Is it? Well, we'll find out. Yeah, you, know, like, you haven't actually seen it until In the contract? Moment. My God. Experiment. So we're building up to a nice sort of love-making moment. Yes. Firelight. Remember, I remember in this scene, you're like, um, could you guys look like you're more into each other? <laughs> yeah, there was a little bit of nerves going on this yeah. morning well, when I showed up. Well, remember all the crap we had to put up with for this scene? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You'd have thought uh, it was a porn part, but, you know, exactly. it's pretty tame. It is rel relatively tame. But our lead was Mormon, so I got, you know. Exactly, you know, so. I was the Antichrist. You're just a lapsed Catholic. Uh, exactly. All the nuns right now are rolling over in their grave. Okay, that's not actually the song that goes with that music video, by the way, for people following along at home. Nice leg. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's like totally oblivious to us on the other end, I too. I thought that was sort of a cute way to do the scene. Yeah. Cute was good. Yeah. Sort of added extra little uh, something to the I'd scene. I'd like you to all know that I bought that bra here at Victoria's Secret, yes. More product placement. That's right. <laughs> he was really good at taking it off. Oh, yeah. He was a little too know. good at how, that. How, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he was very sweet. He always covered me up after this scene. Between the and scenes. I'm like, dude, uh, we just did this scene. Everybody's already seen it, you know. <laughs> it's but a bit thank late. you. It's on yeah, exactly. Film. The rest of the world's gonna see it soon. Ooh. Ooh, he might have noticed something. No. I bit his hand. You guys are getting warmed up here. God, that is hot. So this is actually our public service announcement for oh, teenage boys. Yeah. This is what you should do to get girls to like you. That's right. God bless just you, Chris. Thank you. I just had to put that in the movie. It's a little lesson for people. Oh, Jason's neck cracking. Did we do a neck crack then? I think we did, no unless the sound people forgot to put it in. And this was, uh, actually, I have to thank Marcus, the editor, Marcus Minton, our editor there, for that moment, um, where hopefully you're supposed to think it's actually Jason at the door, and it's not. And that was just one of those things we discovered in the editing room, uh, just playing around with the shots. Check it out. nice. <laughs> <laughs> I think that sums it up. That was classic. That was good. Finally reached the fifth level, yada, yada, yada. On the sixth day, the box was discovered in a secret chamber, concealed and protected on all sides. The box appears to be Persian in origin and dates back to the 12th century. I'll come back later. No, no, wait. The inscription on the box warns that it holds the secret stone of fire. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's not interested, yes. is he? He's not from around these parts. Well, he wants to talk about their relationship, yeah. and she's just focused on love. work. You get it? It's the heart of the myth. It's like an evil Aladdin's lamp or Pandora's box, you know? 
I was impressed by by their performance in the scene. I mean, AJ really did manage to focus in on on what was bothering her, and he had his own intention. And I think the scene sort of they did a really good job here. They're not here, so I can say that. Just answer my question. You know I do. Then you trust me. But they always had a good chemistry. Yeah. It was interesting the chemistry of everybody. You know, yeah. you match up when they're not even in the same room, but you did a good job. something. I know it sounds nuts, but I saw Barash clear as day in his office being murdered. <laughs> okay. <laughs> his face. He had, he had the stone. I, I went back to his office, and it was a complete mess. He was gone, so was the stone. His tutorial was open with a fresh drop of blood right next to my name. Die. His what? That could mean anything. His tutorial. Supposed to be his book. Still in the parking lot. Nobody can find him. Okay, calm down. For Christ's sake! Any idiot can see that something's wrong. So I'm getting engrossed in the scene now. Yeah, me too. That's a good sign. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry. I just. I like that sort of eerie wind anything. sound in the background. Just add something. I do. Hear <laughs> I need you to hear me too. That's just him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's question. a special bonus on this track. Uh, most of the movie, by the way, was shot with two cameras at all times. Uh, again, we were on a pretty tight schedule, <laughs> 16 days. Um, oh, my God. Can you believe that? So uh, one of the things we did is we shot almost everything with two cameras. So you can see a lot of it here, actually, in the scene. Uh, there's a, obviously a close-up camera and then a wider sort of over the shoulder, both of which were rolling at the same time. Um, which is actually a really great thing to do in the scene because it sort yeah, of helped the actors yeah, not repeat it over and over again. Yeah. Sometimes it's tricky, but I think here that no, look is good. cheated. Also, that she wasn't actually looking at him; she was looking at somewhere else. But we found that in the editing room and sort of added an actual little moment. Here you out for your nightly walk. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> he knows a lot about college campuses. Ah, the fake gargoyle. That uh. was a gargoyle that we brought in and placed there specifically for the shot. And that was also the website that we built for the movie, so you can't find that anywhere. Don't go looking for it. More of our Jin POV camera. The anamorphic lens. I think you can actually see off the top of the set there briefly for a second, but I'm not supposed to mention those little things. Jeez! Professor, what are you doing here? I didn't mean to startle you, Miss Coughlin. Okay, now, notice that she is smoking, and then please look for the no smoking sign. Oh, these are these little things. This is, how I, this is how I earn my living here. <laughs> I mean, woman. It'll come up eventually. So this is actually on a soundstage. Most of the rest of the movie was shot um, in practical locations, mostly at the University of Manitoba and at the Legislative Building in Winnipeg, the Manitoba Legislative Building. But this was actually on a soundstage. The set was built specifically for this scene. You'll see why in a second. We needed something where we could control uh, things a little bit better. The veracity of her application can't release a file without a student mm, that's always hot talking with a cigarette yeah now. it's attractive unfortunately she was good at moving that cigarette around mm -hmm. i don't even think she smoked i think it actually bothered her a lot <laughs> she got into it so if you could make an exception this one time i actually have to admit that i was not present for the shooting of this actual scene i storyboarded it and handed over to yeah, dean lewis our second unit director because part of these 16-day schedules that i was busy shooting something else so we sent the, rehearsed it? the actors and sent them off to the set. And I showed up about halfway through. I got to see the fun part, which is coming up. What would you wish for? Don't make a wish. There's the not smoking sign in the foreground. I saw that. Thank you. Just I had to point it out. So no brief, smoking though. signs yeah. ever. <laughs> Don't make a wish. I think that is the, uh, the point of these movies. Just one wish at a time. 
Okay, fine. Ooh, you're awfully close. <laughs> He's trying to seduce the wish out of her, aren't you, Jason? Yeah. Mountain of files will go up in flames. Uh oh, that's not a good wish. The hell out of here. I wish you hadn't said that. <laughs> oh yes, you did. He wants the information. Oh, nice. Okay, that's actually a man on fire. That's a stunt man. Uh, that's a stunt man. Oh, you're lucky because the SPCA would have been after you if it had <laughs> been an dog. animal. <laughs> Small dog. Well, yeah. he's trying to play a woman. It's actually the stunt coordinator's brother. <laughs> he lit him on fire. I don't know. There he is again. How'd she Childhood feel about issues. it? Her stunt double was a yeah. guy. I don't know. It was actually I'm a little worried that that actually matches, but I think it does. I think most of, most people are gonna be looking at the wonderful fire on the back of the person's head. Okay, now this is actually a. Uh, we cut out a sequence here. There was an entire sequence where she entered a building. There were fire trucks, ambulances, and she made her way through the paramedics and up here, but it just sort of made the movie less spooky to me. So we, we cut it out, despite the production value it would have been gained by all the wonderful toys we had out there. I just thought we needed to get more directly into this. Now, if you uh, just imagine you saw a burned body and there was a smoky hallway, would you do this? She's a rather yeah. brave woman. Yeah. I once put out a burning... Person? She's got a hankering yeah. to see charred <clears throat> bodies. See. Uh, a homeless dude who was caught in a garage. Okay, mm, so dinner. Crispier oh. than that. Yeah, that's a live <laughs> person. I think you can see the eye sort of maybe twitching a little bit if you look hey, carefully. But uh, it's a live person full of makeup. <laughs> she handled that a lot better than I would. Yeah, <laughs> she's a tough girl. Yes. Diana's not going to take any crap. Well, she's also seen her parents burned. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so she's know, used to burnt seen up one crispy burn bodies. Victim, yeah. Seen them all. <laughs> Compared to seeing your parents die when you're 10, everything's downhill after that. Now, in case somebody wonders, there was, I think she wrote down Christianity there. She was just comparing the jinn is a pre-Christian symbol. See? I know that. <clears throat> so 12th century BC is what we're dealing um, with here? Something like that. Up to 7th to... century BC. Yeah, it's a long time ago. And of course, See, I he, thought you looked good in that scene. I said, wow. Morning, ladies, gentlemen. Oh, actually, no, so Jason, when we first did this Don scene, um, we just sort of, I think we actually did a couple takes like this. We blocked it and staged it with you basically just standing stiff at the front of the classroom. And I actually remember doing a couple of the takes because I saw them in the editing room. But um, and I sort of felt that wasn't working. I think you felt the same way. That yeah. We decided to sort of change the blocking. Move it around. Move it around. So we did something, I think, sort of interesting for a professor, and it makes sense for the, the jinn having taken over his body. He gets off his podium in a second, and walks in and starts interacting with the students. And that was some nice little moments that you sort of brought, brought out of the other actors there. That's next semester. Really? Well, how do you hope to understand the Trojan War without studying the jinn myth? The Greeks may have I guess it's one of the things that I, you know, when I first picked up this script of Wishmaster, I actually really liked this sort of idea of the Jinn legend and how it could relate to so many things that happened in human history. You know, that the Jinn could have been at the Trojan War in World War II. Like that Rolling Stone song should be for the devil, but these sort of trickster figures who are behind historical events. And it's one of the things I do like. Um, and it sort of comes up maybe a little bit in Wishmaster 4 when we get there. That's sort of a broader palette for a sort of things specimen whose taste ran to goats and boys rather than other men's wives or students <laughs> you used to talk in my class 
So there's a nice little moment that wasn't in the original script, but that the actors are brought to the scene sort of referring to some sort of scandal history that he's had with other students, and then specifically with the crush that Jason's character has on AJ. The professor has. The truth about Helen, a rather sweet Oh, a loving girlfriend. Yes. That she merely asked the gin to make everybody fall in love with her. Simple wish. <laughs> God, you're Very just after them all. <laughs> he's been like a thousand he's, years, all right? No, exactly. It's been a long time for No stone unturned. civilization. Now, where is Diana? <laughs> oh. Ooh-ooh. See, again, it's one of those, those nice little cuts. It wasn't there originally, but it was nice when we found that in the editing room. I think the first time they built this book for me, it said uh, Life of Birds on the cover in French. <laughs> and unfortunately, I can read French, so we shot the scene, and I looked at it after we said, I said cut. It said Life of Birds <laughs> in French, and I'm like, um, I think that's not correct. And I think people <laughs> do speak French, and they there might are get many, that. There are, might be some people who see this movie who speak French. Exactly. I hope there will be. And I think they might be a little upset with exactly. it. There. So we changed it. I had to reshoot that sequence. And not to mention the people that read French. Right. Yes. right. right. It's exactly. a whole other bracket. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Ooh, hey, it's you. Well, now that doesn't do me justice. No, that's right. Very that was actually sketch. the concept drawing that the um, makeup creature effects house actually designed when we were just looking at the beginning of the movie, trying to figure out if we would change anything on our gin, which we didn't do. But that was one of the concept designs, and we ended up using it in the book. Um, also, a lot of this gin legend stuff in the book was, again, based on... Um, the previous movies. It's sort of one of the uh, funny things about the, the Wishmaster series, I'll, I'll just bring this up since I've got my two djinn people here, is the djinn is sort of powerless in a weird way. He can't actually do anything until somebody makes a wish. And it's sort of the trick of these movies because it's, it's at times I find myself laboring to overcome it. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be a frightening movie, but you're trying to make him make, get people to make a wish. So one of the things that um, Andrew Devoff did do in the other movies is that he sort of played it fun. And I hope... Well, we couldn't actually get Andrew Devoff for this movie, and that's something I will, I will leave to the producers to talk about, but there was some issue there about, uh, I think, sort of, well, I won't even get into it, but um, we were fortunate to find John Novak. So, John, what, what was it like for you to try and get these wishes out of people, especially, I guess, talking about Jason's wish at the beginning? Well, I guess what you're really capitalizing on in this thing is just the, you know, the... the uh, the tendency of people to be uh, vice-ridden, you know, that to have uh, a wish for anything just appeals so much more so to the darker sides of the nature, and uh, that 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 whether it be lust or avarice or greed or whatever, you know, uh, when you take any boundaries and control out of it, it inevitably. Uh, becomes like that statement, you know? Power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. So, you know, he's everyone the, he's is... the ultimate is, in power, this gin. Deep thoughts by the demon mm, Yeah. I'm getting more frightened. I mean, this movie has a serious underpinning? Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't tell the producers, please. Well, <laughs> these, 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 these elements are explored to yeah. a greater degree in, in, in Wishmaster 4, aren't they? They are. It continue, yeah, continue to be. It's where we, I mean, for me, this was sort of getting up to speed in a way in the, the Wishmaster legend. But I mean, that's the, thing, the nice thing about myths and I think about horror movies today is that 
you know, even when we're having fun with them, myths and legends and horror movies are there sort of talk about, you know, human emotions and human nature and sort of the darker side of stuff that maybe other forms of literature or film don't actually get at. Please help me. For Christ's sakes, Jansen, I mean, just come on, buddy. She's yanking your chain and you're sucking it up like Aaron, uh, Aaron had a tough time. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron had a tough time with the scene. He's, he said he's not used to playing the comic relief, but I don't know. when you How? actually talk to him in person, he's a really funny guy, so I was just oh, trying yeah. to get him to be himself. And what? I think that's one of the tougher things when you've got a big lens stuck in your face. It's really sort of, as an actor, let go and sort of be in the moment. Because, of course, the director's always standing over you saying, please hear your mark, stand a little bit over here, we're out of focus, et cetera, et cetera. So. See, and I don't usually do the serious thing, so this is a big stretch for me. Yes. All right, again, oh, uh, this is yes, the new the, insert. <laughs> the library. This is another scene that was written, uh, I think, as I drove to set that day. Yes. If the gin grants it doesn't my feel wishes, like it. Um, no. <laughs> this library also was, again, not on the campus at all. This is in the legislative building library. So a lot of these books we actually had to crate in and sort of put there because all they had were magazines. Uh, but again, the art department and production design people did a great job sort of building, bringing these old books, giving a nice college feel. Get a priest or something? It doesn't work that way, at least not in anything I've read. Come on, biatch. Yeah, she's on a tear. Well, looks like I'm finally gonna hit the books. So you got the best line. Which is, thing. you know, that's a big joke, because I graduated top of my class. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope your teachers are watching yeah, exactly. this movie. This is where people from the top this of the class all, go and they make is, it. This is all my work paid off for me to do Wishmaster, Wishmaster 3. Yeah. <laughs> Talking at the top of the class, the uh, little poster behind her there said Around the World Party is based on something that uh, my dorm had in college, the Around the World Party. So anybody from my dorm in college, you guys can... Enjoy the Around the World Party, which actually happens in this movie. Wow. And also the Faust poster, something we had designed specifically for the movie, and that will come back and play again. So again, we're trying to plant little things, you know, so keep your eyes open. Folks at home are still listening to our wonderful commentary track. <laughs> it's true. Deep fried and extra crispy. But they're trying to keep it quiet. Oh, Professor. Ooh. Hi. Time points. Took him a while. Didn't it, Jason, to find? <laughs> he's an all-powerful djinn, but he can't find her dorm room. This is actually, I'm making fun of Jason a little bit because he brought this up repeatedly on the set. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why there wasn't I? much we could do about that, but, you know, we did address it. He did go to the administration building, and he only had her name. He didn't have her dorm room. And plus, and also, this all takes place in one It night, would be a so. very short film if you yeah. knew where she was. <laughs> Heading over to the party, so if you uh, see Katie... Yeah, I'll tell her. Thank you. Ah. Um, now, it's funny. We, uh, of course, were working on this very tight 16-day schedule, which meant we never had enough time for anything. But for some reason, this upcoming sequence, um, the DP just, for some reason, kept screwing up. We needed to do take after take yeah, after take. And I don't know what Especially happened. in the bit before I came in. Just yeah, here. right here. This, this sequence here. Yeah. I don't know how many focus errors there were in this section, but, you know, you can understand why, I guess. Ah, oh, that was nice. pleasant. <laughs> That's very funny. Another person I just want to thank, too, the, the unheralded people behind the scenes is the music supervisor, Ron Prue, who uh, got some really great music, and I think he had absolutely no money to work with on this movie. So it just did, sort of added, I think, some sort of feel to the movie. 
Though he actually told me afterwards he expected me to go a bit more uh, metalhead, so I apologize to the metal fans out there that we didn't put as much in it. I guess he found the music a little bit tame for a horror movie, but you know, I was trying to actually be real to the characters a little bit. So Jason, if I remember correctly, we were we had you playing sort of a a game here a little bit. Yeah, you were having, you know, you're having fun with trying fun. to kill people. Yeah. Why is dying? Now the big question is, what wish is she going to make? I think, I'm sure that's what everybody at home is wondering. Yeah. We figured that the djinn would be very literal because he takes everybody's wish and interprets it so literally that he would. I would not actually get look yet. under the bed. Yeah, exactly. He hasn't been around a few thousand no. years though. They may not have had beds when he, in Persian times. I, I don't know. We should have probably researched that. Is there something that I can help you with? Hint, hint. Make a wish. Make a wish, come on. You know you want to. I wish I had a big burly man like yourself. <laughs> oh, we tease the audience. Oh, oh. We have to wait for her wish. Tossed God. that one back, did oh. we? She's freaked out. Okay, again, I'm using my Yes. High-angle camera, moving camera. This is the last day. In fact, that was like my last shot, I think, of the day. Of the and whole movie. Was it really? Yeah. Wow, because this was also something I think I we wrote. The, I think we wrote this yeah, scene like while we were there. Yeah, you yeah, did. I think we rewrote this one. It's all the stuff with Katie that we wrote on the You on did, the fly. and I appreciate that. Yeah, I added, added extra scenes in for her. Yep. i got to double-check something back in my room. Let's book. I hated saying that. Let's book. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a bad joke. It's a joke. Hi. Hey, guys. <laughs> She's popular. Yeah, you, know, you feel sorry for her. <laughs> She's beautiful, yet nobody looks at her. She's sort of, you know, we had her playing yeah. dorky in the movie. Yeah, you so. did. You did. I think I really uh -oh. knew somebody like that in college. Dun, dun. Is she back? Room 432. Oh, you had to go and oh, give it up. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> it's revenge, I think. Exactly. And look, the number on the room actually matches. Wow. It's a miracle. Oh, except we cut it off in that shot. But anyway, it does match. You see 434 next door there. Oh, here here comes this. Jason. Here starts, let the running begin. Yeah. Professor? We're gonna pick up the action, folks. It's like a workout for the rest of the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is where it all starts. <laughs> Intimately. Look, Professor, whether you're aware of it or not, Di's dealing with some pretty heavy issues right now. I know she doesn't need you adding to them. What I know, young man, would make you insane. Oh, yeah. I trust my girlfriend. He's trying to set her up for the wish. Do you indeed? Implicitly. I see. Well, certainly I want what's best for Diana, too. And if you wish it, I will leave you in peace. Now, what would happen to him if he actually said, yes, I wish that? I guess he'd be buried. He'd have to rest in peace. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, no. I didn't know the djinn could do that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a digital morph effect that we added in. Yeah, that wasn't real. That's what they call the game face, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's just a little hint of what's to come. Otherwise, the soul's closest to her will perish. It's all part of his secret master plan. Force them to run. Corner them. Run and tell little boy. So we sort of start a new, uh, a new plot twist here, basically, which is that he's gonna 
basically try to scare wishes out of people uh -oh. from now on, so I try to tempt them out. So that's sort of where we tried to take it to the next next wish level. Ooh, oh, wow. the bicycle. <laughs> you can actually see the mat that she landed on in this shot. Um, just again, a little behind the scenes look that's not supposed to be there, but I know it's there. So now you all do too. And no, we're not gonna have him fall over the bicycle too, don't worry. That would be true comedy. That would be. It would be true comedy it's, if I fell over it. it. Yeah, groups of three. Yes. What is that old rule of comedy? Things come in yeah. groups of three. Right what the hell are you talking about? Diane was right. That's one of the other things that we sort of thought of, so is just what? making this into an out and out straight comedy. Right. <laughs> I would have really liked that. Actually. And we all would have enjoyed it a lot. We had a lot of fun on those shoots. Yes. So probably more fun than we should have on a scary horror movie. What? He's after Diana. Where the hell is Billy? I don't know. When you find him, Bill, we gotta get off the campus. I think Billy's time is coming. Yeah, things are not looking good for Billy. No, no Billy, the humor's just not going to happen for him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what was that song he sang the whole time? Big Butt something or other. What? <laughs> the entire show. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, boy. That's why he had to go for early. Yeah, we had to get Back that ass Ooh. up. So that was a scary That moment. was hopefully a scary moment. We'll see. It's, it's a little hard as a director watching horror movies because... I'm not scared by anything in this movie. Right. I know how everything was done. I know when all the spooks are supposed to come. But hopefully the home audience is, is being I think shocked. Be riveted. I'm sure they are. Uh, uh -huh. The Holy Grail. <laughs> so this church also was nowhere near campus. It's a completely other location, and they were really nice to let us film in here because we were doing all sorts of crazy stunt things in their very beautiful Especially church. Especially considering it's like a demon movie. It's a demon. <laughs> it's a movie about it must be a Christian church. Demon. I think it was money. an Anglican church. Oh, really? Episcopalian, I don't know. But they were very nice. Thank them a lot. Hope I got their denomination right. And it's a beautiful church. It was built like yeah. over 100 years ago, I think. To free will. Again, a little philosophy that we're sort of uh, sneaking into the movie about free will. I did a thesis on that. There you go. It's an important, important point. You're a very brave girl. Do you think Greg will be so strong? He has nothing to do with this. Well, he doesn't have to. Not if you make your wishes. You can't kill us if we don't make a wish. <laughs> Did you get that from one of your textbooks? Let's go. Oh, Anne! Sorry, Diana. You got bumped. I'm the professor's TA now. Wait, no, Anne, listen uh -oh. to me. Uh-oh. <laughs> 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 that was a double it's entendre. T -A as opposed to T N A. As long as not me. <laughs> so of course Anne's already made her wish to lose a little weight, and of course that gives us a nice opportunity to do some fun makeup creature effects coming up. Unfortunately, I think I got more grossed out shooting this than actually the end movie looks, but still um, sort of disgusting. There's a whole makeup application on her face at the moment, plus the blood, uh, which are wrinkling up her skin. There's a pablum uh, oatmeal type substance that she's about to uh, puke out. Here it comes. Here it comes. Oh, there it is. Wrong. Uh, her intestines are now going to be found on the floor. She had a good time doing this. She was a real sport. There's her intestines on the floor. Oh, more, more pablum. Um, eventually, we sort of go into the prosthetic devices. There's a. Okay, that's still that's still the real woman there. Very shortly, we're gonna have a nice. Uh, She's like. I hope he's not saying it's gonna be okay. Yeah. 
There's not much you can do. Just get it up. <laughs> it's just a hairball. <laughs> just a it minor, up. minor injury. Oh God. Only you can ease her pain, Diana. Only you can save. At this point, I think she's got to make the second wish. Mm. So that's actually a dummy arm that uh, has a um, sort of robotic interior, and you sort of pull on it, and it shrunk. And she's looking for a way out, but. Oh, there's another, again, Ooh. dummy that was made okay, with articulated mouth. Uh-oh. Wish number two out of three. And again, that was a dummy held together by magnets, and basically we'd cut off the uh, electric electricity to it, and the magnets stopped being magnets, and it fell apart. Sort of nice, elegant, simple way to do something like that. Specific. Now make your second wish. Never! How many friends do you have, Diana? So that was actually wish number one. Sorry, stand corrected. She made wish number one. She's about to make wish number two. That was styrofoam that he was just thrown into. Don't worry, people at home. Make the wish. Can't hurt to buy it. Exactly. Okay, so this is, again, one of those things that I hope sort of separates this movie from, you know, other low-budget horror movies. And, again, the audience at home will sort of sure tell me at some point whether they agree. Um, for, I mean, for me, it's like the character actually becomes really intelligent here. Like, she comes up with a pretty smart way to try and defeat the djinn and we spent of course a lot of time doing the special effects for this key moment in the, in the script so she basically wished for the angel michael to come down and help her and so the angel's coming out of that stained glass window and her brave boyfriend thinks that she's in danger and pushes her out of the way greg and again this is sort of digital artists doing all these sort of effects you see here basically taking the stuff we shot on set we did a lot of stuff against green screen and Star then they Wars. Would, yes exactly mm. They would come in and sort of uh, digitally on a computer actually sort of animate and draw these effects that we're all doing in the sequence. You're back. Who freed you from the pit? <laughs> and now we've changed <laughs> Tobias's voice. <laughs> Greg? Michael, you are misguided heroics. Have condemned And John, we call this the Battle of the Titans coming up. We had a lot of fun, I think. I want to tell you something about the pew that's coming up here. <laughs> Was this a heavy pew? That's actually a balsa wood pew, is it not, John? No. Do you know how much all that balsa wood weighs? <laughs> I mean, they balsa wood's that, that light. I mean, just watch what happens next. <laughs> Some yeah, yeah, did it just shatter and splinter? No, no. It's solid stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's something we sort of cut out, actually. Um, the angel Michael with his sword of justice did, in fact, wound the djinn, but we sort of made a smaller deal of it because we got worried that it, it didn't really uh, make sense in what comes to the rest of the story. So he does wound him slightly, but you don't actually get to see the aftermath of the wound. I know John was very excited because you had green blood. Was that right, John? Oh, I remember we had a big discussion about how fast we could actually get you to run. Okay, there. that's the stuntman. I think you can see his lack of uh, any sex organs for a brief moment there. I might be wrong. I may have cut it out, actually. I think you but, cut oh, it out. Right oh, there. Oh, there you oh. go. I don't know. That People with nice. pause at home in single frame advance, please let me know if that works. <laughs> I'm um, sure you're looking forward to yeah. that. One thing I want to mention too that was interesting about working with John is that when you had the suit on, 
you couldn't see or hear very well, right? You had red contacts in. The, the, only, the only thing that you see of me in that whole outfit are the whites of my eyes, the <laughs> teeth, even my tongue was coated with uh, this, some dark green food coloring concoction, which every once in a while would wear out a bit, and you'd see that sort of like human-y, pinky bit. So as the temperature rose and you started to, you know, perspire and your pores wanted to open, the glue held them shut and there was this really nasty, itchy thing that was going on. <laughs> Professor, where are you going? So in the moments when the gin had to be a bit mean and a little easy. irritable, it was very simple. I used to drop at least about three pounds of, of water perspiring in this thing. I remember seeing and, your, 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 your uh, The funny thing off. was, yeah, yeah, when I take the like, gloves off, water would pour it was absorbed. Out of the suit. It was absorbed in the suit. And that was, what was a yeah. problem with the lower half of it was that I start, it would start to f kind of slide down because it would weigh more and more and more uh. the more I perspired. And I had to keep my own fluid levels up. And uh, you want to talk about... Uh, That's exactly what makes you so attractive. That was really hard for you, wasn't it? It was, <laughs> but when I had spoken to Chris and he, he explained some of the horrors of gin acting and the appliques and the makeup and the suit and all that, I, I had told him that I was a marathoner. <laughs> I lied, you know. So <laughs> oh, that is, oh. If I could run 26.3 miles uh, just for fun, I could do this gin suit acting, and uh, I'll never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, I'm done. Unless there is a huge, huge. public outcry, you know. Just, Calling you back. Yeah. You yeah, never know. You know. Especially <laughs> with the amount of money they're offering you to pay in this wonderful suit. Okay, so here, ooh, here comes another effect. Uh, uh, hey, what are those? Breasts? No. <laughs> that's our heart beating. Oh, I suffer. So again, that's was... a application that we placed on top of her real skin, and it had a little air bladder pump, pump in it. It's pumping away. Um, this was a bit of a tough night because it started raining on us. Okay, oh this my. was oh my God. shot inside a tent, basically, where we built an oversized heart and lungs, and it was dog food coming out of that heart. And in fact, I was watching when we exploded it, and I got covered in dog food when we blew it up. Uh, basically, it just was like a little... Um, Air bomb in there exploded out and sprayed dog food on us. To blow out of her. <laughs> yeah, everybody did, but again, that would be a slightly larger movie than we actually were given. <laughs> so this is what we came up with. It was sort of my uh, my ode to that war movie where you go inside the person's heart. Uh, yeah. What yeah, happened to his really nice. blue eyes? They're still there. Are they? It's just a little reflection. It's dark, but I like what you've done uh, to his voice. Just still blue. Yeah, we we altered his voice a little bit when he's the. The angel, and he has blue eyes. He's wearing blue contacts. I think here we're just there in shadow a little bit. What Greg did, he did. I know he never forgot to put his blue contacts in. He was very, very particular about that, which is always nice. I don't know. Go to him. Bear his children. No. He's kind of cute. He's very nice. And yeah. this is the great uh, guy. yeah, he's great, great guy. When we were having those clinches and we were doing that that fight sequence, you know, I started uh -huh. feeling a certain kind of Did warmth you? and you know, I don't know, I just just, you just uh, wanted to hug him in the middle uh, of your fraternal urge to just embrace him and kind of like be friends. But the I resisted. Gin, the gin and the angel yeah. holding hands. You know. 
And this set is actually something, again, that the production design people just built for me. It's a, a set of Faust that we designed for the movie. We ah, thought Faust would be an appropriate yeah. play. The Faustian bargain. Making that a wish. written by him? Was that Marlowe? No, it was Goethe. Goethe. Yeah. At the party. Okay, this is the Around the World Party. We're going from Goethe <laughs> to the Around the World Party. This is a lot like my college experience. Uh, around the World Party in my college dorm was a party where every different uh, room had a drink from a different country. So here I am sort of recreating it. He's looking for me. He's looking for what's, his girlfriend. What's he doing still alive? Don't oh, worry. Don't He's worry. about to He's about, Oh, okay. <laughs> He's next. You know, it's these funny college guys, you know, you just, yeah. you just wait until. Exactly. You know. And this theater also was nowhere near the, the university campus. Again, the magic of movie making, we cheated everything we possibly could. See, even AJ's nice. She's going to take care of I him. will tell you something that I know because Tobias told me that when that uh, blood congealed and dried on his chest, which is somewhat hirsute, as she lifted it off, it ripped hairs from his <laughs> from his chest. And so he, that pain on his face is actually real. real. <laughs> Genuine? Yes. I thought he was just acting really well that say, day. I was going to say, he's probably going to be like, shut up, Jason. <laughs> that was acting. Exactly. <laughs> like, enough. And the That's a whole hair. new dimension to the <laughs> scene, really doesn't does. it? Yeah. I didn't even know that. That's great. I was just very excited. It's working great. These wounds should be the least of your concerns. I hope he likes his voice. He sounds incredibly butch. I inflicted those wounds on him, you know. That was in that clinch thing. Yeah. Is it old gin claw action? Yeah. Fooling around. I didn't wish for you to come down here and give me a lecture. I wish for you to come down here and help me kill the gin. Oops. Uh-oh. That's why I like her. She just lays it on the table. Yeah. It's like, look, we're doing exactly. this. We cut into the chase. <laughs> She's a good why. woman. Perfect. Ooh, got the techno going. It's our techno score. This is actually score by our wonderful composers, Ferocious Fish. I smell something scary coming on. I think it's not good <laughs> to go into a room alone. Ready? Especially when you're wearing that shirt. With techno music playing. <laughs> Come on, open up. Hint to audience, bad thing about to happen. Exactly. Yeah. Ooh, especially I, when it gets creepy like I'm this. I'm also going to embarrass Aaron here. During shooting, we went and saw a film that he was in where he played a character oh. called Chimsky. Oh, you're horrible. Well, that's right. I'm going to embarrass Jason back yes, in a second. Yes, So am I. Oh, God. I'm I know making what you're the moments. There's a great moment coming up. Oh, I know what oh, the sword. Do. There is the Sword of Justice, one of the previous titles of this movie. I now informed it's not going to be a title. Subtitle is actually Wishmaster 3, Sword of Justice. That is the Sword of Justice. Again, we had it designed specifically for the movie. And I'm hoping well, it's better than the Sword of Yes, it's close. And I'm hoping you can buy the sword in a hardware yes. store near you soon. Hardware store. Okay, this shot here, I'm going to embarrass Jason. We had to tape the back of his ears with black tape because the backlight was shining red through his ears and he looked like a bit like a uh, lighthouse. Jason. <laughs> I have had to endure that experience myself. Only they painted my black. They didn't Revenge is a bitch. We were, we were in a hurry, so we just used tape. It's, tape. it's right up there with having your butt powdered. <laughs> yeah. I just want to point out everybody that was another digital effect where we Got sped so. him up. That was an emotional flinch, Jason. Yeah. So we, we had to speed up Jason Something's there. Something's going to happen here. Something bad is about to happen. She is having a headache. Yes. She needs my is she? Screw you. <laughs> Okay, now she's made two wishes, so um, she makes another one. All of the jinn from all over the world are going to be released, and humans will be enslaved, and basically will be living in hell. That's the new title. All of the jinn from all over where? 
all over the world. The world. The no, 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 no. We're in another dimension. dimension. Yeah. Wherever you okay. are, all the imprisoned. Just gin. get it straight. The gin race. Sorry, God, we're not in Wish Master uh, Four yet. Okay, so there's actually a um. And we're going to come through a vortex. Okay, there's actually a whole harness that we usually. Okay, let me let me describe what happened here for the home audience. I think it was um, they, they can scream too. Well, there was a harness on. There's a wire. There was. There's a oh. matrix-like wire that he was on, and we digitally removed it in post-production. Also, the yeah, final no, no, shot there really? was a close-up that we had a uh, inflatable horn. That horn is actually inflated out can of his chest. Can we rewind and see that again? No, <laughs> I guess not, huh? I, the people at home can. I'm trying to yeah, think what else I can you tell you there. I love that he's still alive. <laughs> he's a real man. He's tough. <laughs> Ripchinski would not die. <laughs> he can take a horn through the chest. Make it stop! <laughs> okay, this is another one that's sort of. Uh... Ooh. He's dying. She didn't make the wish. Uh oh. Bad horn. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> Now this uh, section coming up here is a, again another um, sort of interesting choice we decided to make on the set, which is have Jason and AJ look directly into the camera and sort of cut out the whole um, sort of Jin POV cam and just have them communicating directly even though they're not in the same space. And I remember Jason and you and I sort of talking about whether we thought this would work or not and you know how would you act into the lens. And, my feelings that actually did work. Hopefully, everybody else agrees. But you know, it's one of those little risks that I think you uh -oh. gotta take. Damn it! And Katie's I'm in next. trouble. I'm gonna find Katie. <laughs> and uh -oh. you do, yeah. But first, we're gonna call Katie. You're stronger on your than your credit for. <laughs> strong but powerless. We have to leave them. I'm not Thank you, AJ. Katie. The gin will use her to get to you. I don't care. Come on, Katie. Where's your damn up? self, huh? She's gonna die unless we do something. If the jinn grants your third wish, the earth will become a living hell. Aha. Uh -huh. He sounds like a soap opera. must be made. <laughs> it is the only way. Jinns of our lives. <laughs> and these are the jinns of our lives. You're not ready. Says who? As the jinn jinn turns. <laughs> General Hospital. Since <laughs> the world. Uh oh, this is not good. He's not ready to hold that sword. Okay, so here we uh, actually had the sword Whoa. literally on fire. Of course, wow. her arm wasn't literally on fire. That was again a digital add-on. Uh, basically, we shot her arm with a black version of her arm and lit that on fire, that and then foolish. took out the black and put the flame onto her arm for real. This, of course, is a makeup application here. This burn. And again, a Her digital. Her nails look good, though. They still look good. <laughs> you know, uh oh, whoops. She burned, but the nails were hey, intact. Hey, don't point that stuff out, please. <laughs> Sorry. Like new, Paul Marlowe. Jeez, you could market that. Huh? Yeah, that'd be a good talent. Call one eight hundred. I actually think that she should have actually Michael's walked. Breath. Right, she should have walked around the movie with the burn. The rest of the movie. Because yeah. she picked up the sword and she exactly. didn't really suffer anything. But he's a nice angel, so I figured. God bless him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need a little religion in, the, in this movie. Exactly. There's some nice guy somewhere That's in this true. movie. Please don't say that word. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Don't go in there. I smell blood. Uh, see, I'm wise. I, I, I sense the trouble. Yeah, but mm. you still go in the dark room. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
because you know what? Who do you I'm think? I'm inquisitive, damn who, it. Who do you think might be next on our <laughs> exactly. list? I remember there was uh, no blood on the floor, and you told me to look down at the blood. I'm curious to see if there actually is blood on the floor now. Will you be upset if it's not in the movie? No. Will you be upset if it is in the movie? You in there, guy? Look at the sweat. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, we added sexy. that on. That's... Yeah. You oh, you that. did it. I did do the blood. Oh, my God. I'm sensing trouble. Don't turn around. Oh. Don't turn around. <gasps> Uh -oh. uh oh. Okay, don't go into dark rooms and don't drop your cell phone into a pool of blood. It tends to not work so well after that. I'm on the run. Okay, here's here's one of my favorite little details in the movie. Oh, the look cell at that. phone is actually moving because of the ringing. Cool. I'll tell ya. We Forget, did everything. I'm running. I'm really looking. Realistic. Oh, what are you saying here? This is. What I'm, people I'm have praying. Me. Okay. Hail, people, I was praying. Hail Mary. Yeah, Hail Mary, full of grace, grace Lord, yeah. Okay, a lot of people always ask me that. And... Well, I thought that was pertinent. You know, you would pray if you're. <laughs> Exactly, if you're about to be killed exactly. by a demon. So, that's, that's where my Catholic upbringing, all 22 years of it, came, came into, into the character. Exactly. Okay. The now, symbolism of the plastic cups all over the foyer, what was... It was a good party. Ah, okay. And their, their lives are about to be crushed like little plastic cups. Oh. Oh, that's such good. foreshadowing. And even more foreshadowing are these oh, damn lovely mice. lab rats. I just I like everyone to know that those things smelled horrible. <laughs> horrible. It's too bad we don't have a sense of Rama here. Oh my god. Now, the other thing that I, I sort of... Scratch and sniff. Scratch and sniff. Yeah. The other thing that bothered me here was that uh, she just ran screaming down a dorm hallway and nobody came out to help her. So then we had to do this scene where people, in fact, did respond. Oh, okay. So that's actually supposed to be Billy's body being taken out in case somebody's missing what's happening there. Those mice were way more scary. They're rats, me. actually. Not right. mice. <clears throat> rats, of course they are. They're lab rats. And this is one of those shots that actually is in my storyboards and remained as it was. That's a rat skeleton that I had brought in. The poor rats, I think, were a little traumatized by <laughs> the placement of a skeleton. That's my brother. Exactly. <laughs> Cousin Jimmy. That's good eating. Where is she? Uh oh. Watch. Oh, ooh, cause I am fast like lightning. Mm -hmm. Damn, She's a clever girl. girl. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> also, I like the uh, different shoe sound that was added in here. I don't know, Jason, if you remember, but we gave you very squelchy, rubber-soled shoes. Yes. That sounded like a whole like rainstorm was going across the floor. So we changed it, and I hope you appreciate that. You can come Thank out. You. Not gonna hurt. Yeah. I know it drove you I've crazy as you before. tried to act on the set. <laughs> We couldn't actually afford the proper shoes for you there, but I can change them post. I just really like the image of, you know, this college student has this huge old 80s car. Yeah. Cop car. Remember in the beginning, she almost like ran over a couple of extras yeah. when we gave it. That was hysterical. It also turned out to be really convenient for all the stunts we had to do with the car. It turns out that I chose a really good car. The stunt people were very excited when they heard I wanted to have a big old cop caprice. Was she gonna get away with it? Yeah, because I am. There's slick. the rat skeleton again. This is the day of crying the entire day. Remember this? We opened yeah. with with this with the prosthetics on my face, and I cry, had to cry the entire day. <laughs> this was a somewhat exhausting day. For yes, you. Th this was this was such a hard day. This is where all that uh, acting training comes <laughs> in. Ooh, nice toes. Mm hmm, matches. They're really your toes. Yeah. Hello? 
It's me. Katie, where are you? Science building, third floor. I don't know what room exactly. I slept. The rat room. Okay, we're coming right now. Just, just stay put. We'll find you. No, I'm totally Follow the smell. He's gonna find me. No, Katie, we'll be there in two minutes, okay? <laughs> and then you'll be okay. Yep. Uh oh. <laughs> she made a wish. He just suddenly heard the wish and appeared. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of debate about this wish. Originally in the script, the wish was no, eat no. me, um, which went sort of with her boyfriend who said blow me. But at now, that point, the two-word wishes were getting a little silly. And this whole thing, I am on the back of a skateboard, pulling partly myself and then ripping things as, as I go by. <laughs> right, I forgot the skateboard was, that was placed underneath your Oh, yes, back. I was on a skateboard, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we tried to do something more high-tech, but it kept being ruined. In this, I had to scream. I was screaming so loud and all the rats ran away. They got scared of your screaming. Exactly. They, got, they were more scared of me. There was also a big debate about how many rats we could actually place in the cage with you. Of course, oh. I wanted to place like 50 rats in there, but they wouldn't let me do it because they said the rats would scare themselves and they were pretty chicken rats. Yeah, they were. So, in the end, we had nine rats in the cage and, you I know. I don't remember doing that rat face. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite moment. <laughs> Anyway, so the idea behind the wish, of course, is she wishes there was somewhere to hide, and and I get hidden in the hidden rats in tummies. the tummies of the rats. It doesn't actually <laughs> totally end up happening. <laughs> yeah, the logical course of events. That's the logic of our gin world here. The ultra literal gin wishes. Here's where I make AJ sick with my face. Okay, here's one of my favorite things here. It's the uh, keep the foreground out of focus, almost to the point where you don't see it. Great symbolism, of course. The rats in front of our actress. Katie. We know what's about to happen. The rats are all sleeping, of course, having dined. They're full. Yes. Their stomachs are. They're Saran's vibe. Oh, nice. There's. I remember you couldn't see out of yes, this. Yes, I couldn't see. They were leading you into the room. All I could blind. do was, was smell through my nose. And unfortunately, <laughs> the rats were exactly. urinating all over you. Yep. Now, Diana. I'd like to point out only one urinated on me. <laughs> right there, one. I got urinated on too, just handling the rest of the And Jason did, right? No. Yeah. I think they were scared, I guess. Yeah. I would be too if I were them. So sorry, rats. I guess I do need to say at this point that no rats were harmed in the making of this movie. We did, we did have the uh, well Humane Society with us as we were doing this, so we were very careful not to hurt the rats. And they were very well behaved. Okay, so we built this wall here so that we could do this stunt. Ooh. That's actually just a whip pan with two of those things. One was in the guy's hand, he never actually let go of it, and the other one was attached to Jason's chest. Oh, look at the rats. They know where home is. Yeah, they're, they're enjoying time <laughs> yes, there. Yes, exactly. They're having a lot of fun on your chest. They're cozying up on me. Okay, so this again is a digital effect. Basically, um, coming up here is an entire rig, basically... You can describe it, Jason. I don't even know how to describe it. I pulled myself along the uh, the pole there. Um, I was actually lying. Uh, actually, you know what? It's really difficult to explain. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to explain. Basically, there's a whole wall coming with him, and they just took the wall out, put our real wall back in, and animated. I guess they drew a, a spear behind them. It was a lot more complicated probably than it needed to be. I think they figured it out ultimately. But I think it looks pretty good. Let's so. go. Yeah. I'll join you. Okay, here's a little uh, continuity thing coming up. You'll notice when they start fighting that the top of his spear falls off right here. So oh, yeah. Fly over, and it's back on. And I have to and say, I wasn't it... I did that on purpose because I wanted the spear head on for is, this fight. Wasn't it kind of light out there? 
Yeah, there's there's a there's a shot of the. See, when I do that, I usually hit a strut. Oh, actually, Jason. I had Jason. Jason. Jason punched it and started swearing. And it turns out, of course, there's the CC the strut. He just cracked his knuckles against it. Poor guy. It was a stuntman's head though that we threw into that. See now it's day. Yeah, okay. Yeah, now it's day. There was a day shot. There was a shot. There was a shot of the sun rising that you missed. Yeah. Was, you're talking about your rad stuff. It's actually one of my least favorite shots in the movie because it's there totally to sort yeah. of tell us that it's now daytime. Right. Um, but it it's wasn't in the script that it was now day. It just never was really convenient to show daylight coming up. And of course we were always racing against time, so we had no choice in the matter. Again, the compromise you do, but I think it works out pretty well. Ooh, Ooh. Ouch. I remember that. That was awesome. Okay, that's that's a real <laughs> arm actually that we borrowed from the university, yeah. uh, from the medical lab there. They just gave us a hand. And we really? Just threw it down they gave you a hand, literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is not real. Oh, I remember. But this, this. is really good. This, this is, is cool. the uh, soda who that did the uh, the makeup effects built this thing for me. It's uh, just air being blown into a bunch of sort of uh, balloon-like sacks with a lot of red and. That was great. It just looks awesome. I yes, think they did a really good job. Totally a practical on in-camera effect. Nothing added after the effect. But there's a lot just to talk a bit about. Of wow. Casual regeneration exactly. of limbs. That's all. Exactly. Yeah. Now I'm really pissed. You're not happy, are you? Okay, so it's just supposed to be early in the morning. She's Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> She's scared. <laughs> and he's dun, running dun, dun, really dun. fast. It's the whole Bionic you look man. like you're going pretty fast there, I Jason. was going pretty fast. <laughs> In shoes that now are slippery suddenly on the wet road. Hi! <laughs> My man. Okay, so here's a combination of stuff. We've got uh, Stuntman and Jason, although most of this is actually Jason. We were on a trailer with the camera with Jason driving around this campus over and over again. That's the Stuntman. They're very, very wide shots. You'll see it's a Stuntman. But Jason was a, a big wow. sport and did a lot of this stuff himself, and I think you probably cut yourself and bruised yourself pretty severely. It was good fun, though. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's another continuity error here. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. The other window, um, the other window got, what you never, you never actually saw got taken out, unfortunately. And I think this worked pretty well. There's, again, the stuntman. So we got to do some pretty wild stuff. Of course, they are um, attached to the roof through a belt loop that was uh, bolted through the roof. So there was a sort of some safety done. This stunt scared the, the heck out of me. Uh, basically, we just drove with the stuntman into the side of the car. Like, oh there was no stunt. This is real. Oh my uh, but he was mostly inside the window, so he didn't get crushed. And I, for a long time, refused to let him do it because I didn't think it would work. They then drove the car, stuntman Rick, then drove the car over a ramp. And all this stuff here, we, of course, we built and brought in especially for this scene, so we had stuff to sort of drive into. Um, he reinforced the interior of this car, took out the engine and stuff, um, the gas tank, I guess, actually not the engine, but the gas tank, so that there but wouldn't be any- gas. Exactly. But not the gas. Right, well, in the movie world, there's oh, still a I gas see. tank. Oh, okay, sorry. And notice the sort I'm of so justice. gullible. I suspend my disbelief and- Well, um, hopefully you didn't notice the little bad sparkage occurring there. I'm yeah. not sure if I really needed the spark on oh, camera, but you know, I think this is the really producing gonna... entities wanted me to have the spark there, so it's it's in the movie. Your yeah. emotional just... issues are going to come yeah. up through this whole thing, right? Is this it? Yeah. What? Yes. You know, that, Sad. <laughs> yes. That, the whole that that, that, that old mommy daddy thing. Yes, yeah. exactly. Oh. Very smart. Like, oh. You're paying attention, aren't you? Oh. This time though, oh. she rescues. You did man. a great job on that. That's actually the actors. They wanted to do their own stunt, so we actually set up a camera. And ooh, that camera was that shaking. I think that was part actually the explosion of moving the camera. Um, oh, okay, so this was a lot of fun. Looking messy. 
I was worried this wouldn't work. If you look uh, where his right hand is, there's a seam. This is the car is actually on the back of a uh, big pickup truck, and basically we have to do that to lift him off the ground. This is all uh, painted asphalt, and Jason's head is poking through the wood ground that we built on the edge of the platform truck, and those are all prosthetic dummy limbs that we've added to him. So it's basically Jason's head with a bunch of dummy prosthetics, and that's not really road, and that car is just trucked in, and we did this outside our soundstage, nowhere near this actual location, but I think the uh, I think it really worked pretty well. Yeah, it really did. can't tell where it is, hopefully. So there's a bunch of other people under there with you, Jason, who are yes. working your limbs for you. <laughs> Must have been sort of close quarters. <laughs> okay, here's my nod to, to Escher with the endless uh, staircase that goes up and around and doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Very nice. And that's actually the way the staircase is. Some architect had a fun time doing this. We're back at the University of Manitoba location here. And you can tell because they're running upstairs that we're getting near the climactic finish of our movie. I guess this is a good time for me to bring up uh, Scream and Terminator 2, if I'm allowed to, to mention these things. Um, I think one of the things that sort of a lot of uh, teen horror movies have to face is comparisons to Scream, and I think fortunately because of the gin element, we've got a, a pretty different horror movie here. But I did in hindsight, I don't think I, I intended this, but we basically sort of followed the plot of Terminator 2 in a few ways. Uh, sort of my low-budget homage to Terminator 2. If you think of the Angel Michael as, uh, as Arnold's character, and you think of the uh, Jason Jin character as the evil Terminator, there's a few the T-1000. T yes. Yeah, a few parallels going on here about their indestructibility and the car chase and you know the fate of humanity on the line. But mm -hmm. yeah, I didn't realize that until I was actually in the editing room. I'm like, huh. It worked. <laughs> I was worried about it seeming a little bit like Scream because you've got the whole teen core thing going on. I think we sort of uh, left it and went more fantasy, which you know, I'm sort of happy with. Okay, so this is a real rooftop, by the way. Uh, but that is a fake wall that we built about four feet away from the edge of the wall. So she's actually landing on a mat here. Not actually off the wall, but that oh, is a green screen that. effect. So again, we're shooting her against a green screen and then shooting a plate and combining them to make it look like she's actually hanging off the wall. There's also some stunt person stuff coming up here where uh, you see wide angles of actually a stunt person dangling off the real edge of the building. Um, and it was really great because we had two sort of sides of the building that were exactly the same, so we were shooting stuff at the same time. That's the stunt person's feet, that's the stunt person. That's a real actress, stunt person again. Back to the real actress. So hopefully it's, it's pretty seamless, it all ties together. We're also really blessed with the weather on this day. Of course, these low budget movies, we had one day we could shoot this, and it was a beautiful sunny day, the fog had burnt off and wind had come in. Okay, they're on a wire here, these are two stunt people. We removed the wire in post-production. And that is, of course, a plastic hilt that is taped to his body. Here comes the special effects people, again, doing their magic. Tube effects in Montreal. Oh, there you are again. That was actually the stunt gin. We the had to double gin. John that Sorry, day. Sorry, that wasn't you. The gin is a gin, you know. Well, he's yeah. dying at this point. And then and I the changed bone. one thing here. I made the stone turn blue, which is also probably debatable, but I did it. So it means that the gin has been defeated. But there are other gins out there. Don't worry for people who are waiting for Wishmaster <laughs> 4 to start. Never fails. That's a purely optical effect that we did in the editing room. Um, unfortunately, we sort of ran out of budget to do any cool angel descending thing. So our editor came up with this cool idea, which is just to overlay a bunch of different takes. Or actually, the same take, just um, offset a couple frames. Gives that weird sort of effect. And she's died to save humanity. Talk about sacrifice. Wow. That is a good one. Get woman. out. Isn't that terrible? She died at the end. That doesn't follow movie making. Well, wait. 
the happy ending is coming anytime now. It was all a dream. That's right. <laughs> exactly. It's Dallas. <laughs> I like to think of the doc the cabinet of Dr. Caligari. See, there's the blue eye. Uh -oh. And there's the glycerin tear. This was done in a parking oh. lot. And we had basically a guy with a uh, eyedropper dropping little glycerin tears from off screen. And again, some digital art artistry work here added in to create the sword going away effect. And the tents, we called them, around the people. And the angel has gone back up to heaven and given her back her life, rewarding her for saving humanity or something like that, something uplifting like that. Yes. Hmm. And now, is that the angel or is that the real one? We'll find out in a second. Stay tuned. Something nasty is going on behind his back. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the sword. Ah. Uh, Greg. It's a beautiful day. Must well, almost not a cloud in the sky. Yeah, just one little cloud. That's where the gin has disappeared off into the, the distance. Oh, his eyes are green. I love you. They're green-brown. That was one yes. of the funny things when I cast him. I'm like, what color are your eyes? Because I knew I wanted blue for the angel. It's like, well, it depends which way the light hits them. Sometimes they're green, sometimes they're brown. Oh. Cause some issues. You know, I feel a tear that coming. A job on. hinges on that. Exactly. Huh? But I gave him the job anyway. <laughs> Woo! Even though... Chris Angel. Oh He's, you're the real angel. <laughs> We did. We put all our credits at the end of the movie. No head credits. We just started the movie off. So, John, one of the things we were we had a down moment here. We were talking about um, whether you actually just wore the suit out on the street anytime, and you had sort of a, a nice story about that. Wanna, oh, when I was uh, yeah, we we're uh, shooting behind the church, and uh, there was a dad and uh, his two little kids. There was a boy about <laughs> nine years old, and this little girl was about five, and she got one look at me and then ducked down behind this <laughs> tombstone, and uh, you know great trepidation and uh i just called out to her and i tried to cajole her out and told her well i'm like Yay. i'm like the iron giant did you see the iron giant i only really, really look bad and ugly but i'm really nice inside and she started to peek <laughs> up she said therapy you for are son <laughs> you know <laughs> and uh finally came up and uh, slowly edged closer and we had a little moment together it was very cute I remember being in the car with you and driving around on, on uh, you know, at the campus. In his full suit? Yeah. <laughs> Are there, I thought you were in the front seat one time. He should have been driving. Well, you know, Chicks really dug the yeah. outfit. You, you, you know what? It was, you it, was, you know what? it was hot. I have to admit. Yeah, it was really yeah, there hot. There was a certain kind of like bad boy quality <laughs> exactly. that appeals to all the good slimy, girls. Slimy, you know? Yeah, muscular. just muscular, slimy. And Especially like got, the tubes on your head, you know? That was, I, 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 there's a lot you can do with that. I used those <laughs> once. Uh, I think in Wishmaster 4 many I had capacities. a <laughs> Right. Here, we took a moment with those with those, with those little tentacles things. Because yeah. I don't think they're functional, are they really? They're not. Well, they under don't. certain conditions, they get quite rigid. They're ah, really. I see. really? <laughs> Again, we, we, we explore that. that a little bit more in Wishmaster Four. <laughs> exactly. There is, in fact, a sex scene with the gin coming up in Wishmaster Four. All right. I'd like was somebody else. Slightly to have a bit more adult, wasn't it? Yes. It is, yes, it's a bit more adult. Yeah. And there's our cast. Thank you, cast. Yay. <laughs> well, anyway, hope you got a sense of the fun we had on set. And I had a lot of fun. Yes. I'm not sure yeah, if I was did, supposed yeah. to have fun, but we had a great time. I cried a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was only when the camera was exactly. rolling. Right? The rest of the time, we were actually enjoying ourselves. Yeah, no, it was great. Yeah. It was a really fun movie to do, so I think that's hopefully that comes out in, our, in the finished product. Nothing like a rat peeing on you to really start the day <laughs> off. <laughs> How many how many experiences in life do you get? I where know, really. Rats are gonna pee on you. There's Barry. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. That pretty well <laughs> yeah. sums it up right there. <laughs> you can stop listening to this now. Never experience. been a gin before, and uh, it was great fun, yes. I've never been a sex symbol before either. Yeah, you I find really that well. out <laughs> yeah. you know. I'm just being bashful. I like being the goofy girl. It was always fun ringing my wife in the evening because usually during almost every day I'd maimed or killed or done something <laughs> exactly. hideous to someone and she used to say, how are you? I'd say, what? Oh, and I got my tongue chewed off today and spat out and my yeah. chest ripped open and then I had a spear through through my chest, chopped my arm off and then, so it was all good stuff. Exactly. And I had fun doing it to everybody, so. Yeah. yeah. Just another day in the life. Yeah. Exactly. It's like calling your fiance, how was the love scene today? Oh, it sucked. It was horrible. It was not <laughs> nearly as good as it is Did with you. you. Yeah. I was thinking of you though, honey. I was. <laughs> Actually, that was the most asexual love scene. It was a pretty cold yeah. love scene, actually. But next time, you'll be much more prepared when exactly. you have that really heavy, dramatic scene. Exactly. Well, you'll you know. be ready. You know, what do we I know was prepared when we're in as college, an actor, though, you know, right? I, I think it was just the director was uncomfortable with the whole, no, whole well, nudity, so I didn't well, make you guys feel comfortable. Well, but Aaron had a girlfriend, and I had a boy, you know, yeah. we were all, it was okay. You guys were acting well, I think I believe. We were good friends, though, so it was the, cool. The tension. That's right. Yeah. You did a fine job, Thank Chris, you. for that. I'm very proud of well, you. Well, I think we should hand it over to the Jenny. She should get the final, the final word here. Me? Say something about the uh, birds. Tell me your wish. <laughs> I wish for this movie to make lots Got of money. Sold. Yeah, yeah! It'd be very popular. Everybody liked me a lot. Granted. Emotional flinch. Nobody will get that except for no, the actors. That's it. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank everybody. you. Have a good night.